Hey everyone, it's Daniel here. Before we get into today's episode, just want to give you a quick reminder that I will be hosting a giveaway for the podcast soon. The podcast is turning it's turning one in June. Uh, it's turning one in June on June the 13th, and I'm excited to do a giveaway uh, for to celebrate the one year anniversary of the show. Um, I did a uh, I did a short episode about the giveaway, detailing everything, and there will also be some details in the description of today's episode about the giveaway. Uh, but just to quickly give you some details about how you can enter and what it's for, um, I am partnering with the Isaiah 117 House for this giveaway. If you are not aware, uh, the Isaiah 117 House is a Tennessee-based nonprofit organization that provides physical and emotional support in a safe and loving home for children awaiting foster care placement. Um, they have locations all across the Southeast United States, and they're a really, really great organization. And so I'm excited to have this opportunity to partner with them. If you want to uh, enter the giveaway, all you have to do is um, make a donation to the Isaiah 117 house through Venmo. Uh, you can make your your donation in $5 increments. So if you make a $5 donation, that will be one submission into the giveaway. A $10 donation will be two submissions and so on and so forth. Uh, the winner of the giveaway will be announced on Monday, June the 12th, and they will receive the first ever Radio Face t-shirt, the first ever Radio Face sticker, and a $50 Visa gift card, all for all given to you, uh, shipped straight to you. Uh, so again, you can make as many entries as you like. All proceeds will go directly to the Isaiah 117 house. Uh, none of this will be coming back to me, so I really hope you take this opportunity to support this great organization and all the great work they're doing. If you don't have uh, to make a donation, you'll need to do it through Venmo. So if you don't have a Venmo account, you can download it for free on your phone, hook up your bank account, and then make a donation to uh, the Chambliss Center, which handles all the finances for the Isaiah 117 house. Uh, the handle for the Chamble Center on Venmo is at C-H-A-M-B-L-I-S-S-C-E-N-T-E-R. Um, that's where you can find them on Venmo. And whenever you make this donation to enter this, the giveaway, just make a note with your donation, uh, you know, just distinguishing that this is for the giveaway. So you can make a note saying Radio Face Podcast. You can make a note that just says podcast. You can make a note that says giveaway, anything along those lines that denotes that you are making this donation to the Isaiah 117 house for this giveaway. Uh, as I said, the winner will be announced on Monday, June the 12th. So you've got a lot of time to enter this giveaway. Uh, and I'm really excited to partner with the Isaiah 117 house and raise some money for a great cause. Thank you all for all the support you've given me uh, over this year so far. And I'm excited for year number two. Thank you for the Isaiah 117 house for partnering with me. And I'm really excited to uh, take this opportunity to help out a great organization. There'll be some more details about this down in the description. So if you'd like to learn more, head down there to the description, check everything out down there for more details. And if you have any questions about the giveaway, feel free to reach out to me on social media at Radio Face Pod on all social media platforms, or simply go to... Um, or simply email me at radiofacepod at gmail.com with any questions you have about the show or about the giveaway. Thank you again for all your support. And now let's jump into the episode. Hey there, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. My name is Daniel Trinum, and I will be your host as always. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to let you know of a few things of note. First, you may or may not be aware that I host another podcast called The Third Seat. The Third Seat is unrelated to the podcast you are listening to right now, but if you'd like to check it out, then I will put a link in the description of today's episode that you can use to listen to it. If you like this podcast, then I really think you'll like The Third Seat as well, so I highly recommend you check it out. Next, I want to let you know of a few ways you can support the podcast. First, be sure to tell a friend if you enjoy the show. Word of mouth is not only a great way to help support the show, 
but it's also zero cost. Secondly, if you enjoyed today's episode, then be sure to leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Leaving a positive review is one of the best ways of not only supporting the show, but it also gives me direct feedback from you regarding how you feel about the show overall. I greatly appreciate if you decide to take the time to support the show in any of these ways. Finally, if you'd like to follow me or the show on social media, then feel free to check out the description of today's episode. Here you will find all affiliated and mentioned links, as well as how you can support the show online. As always, I want to thank you for tuning into and supporting the show. It really means a lot to me, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as I enjoyed making it for you. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. My name is Daniel Trinum. I'll be your host for this episode as always, and I'm excited to bring you all today's episode. Today is actually the uh, kind of a special episode. It's the first uh, well, most most episodes I've done in the past, most of them have been uh, two-person interviews. They've been me and someone else. Sometimes it's just been me. Uh, but today, I actually have the privilege of having two people on the show with me today. Uh, so I'm really excited to have uh, Mackenzie and Lauren here with me today. So would you all care to introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Mackenzie. <laughs> and I'm Lauren. <laughs> and so would you care to just share a little bit about, and obviously I know I've looked into kind of you all and what you do, but just a little bit about yourselves and just your backstory and, and what it is you currently do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I'm Lauren and I'm the clinic director and the head of nutrition here at Sage Aesthetics and Wellbeing. So basically what we do at Sage is we have the aesthetic side of it and the wellness side. So I kind of oversee the clinic and the wellness side of things. So a little bit of my background is I have my degree in nutrition. So, um, you know, I've had many like health things I've gone through and that kind of led me to natural health. So that's kind of where the wellness side here takes place. Um, so we truly believe here that like food is medicine. So all of our principles are that we can heal our bodies with food, um, exercise, supplementation, um, giving it different things it needs. So we can talk a little bit about that later, but um, I've just kind of developed the natural health side of things. And then I also have, you know, a lot of my knowledge in like aesthetics too, just from doing treatments myself, learning from McKenzie and stuff like that. So that's kind of where I just kind of oversee the clinic. Um, and yeah. Yeah, and then I'm Mackenzie, and I'm the lead physician assistant here at SAGE. Um, I have my master's degree in physician assistant studies, and right after school, I went straight into the aesthetics world, and that's where I found my passion for skincare, um, all things aesthetics, and obviously, me and Lauren have been best friends for like 10 years now, and we kind of were like, wait, we need to do something together, and so that's where we kind of came up with the idea of, you know. Yeah bonding each other in <laughs> our love for aesthetics and well-being so so you all you've known each other before you you worked here is that correct yeah okay so i didn't know that because that's that's really cool so correct me uh well first off you all recently like started here is that correct like okay. my, my understanding is may have been last month or maybe it was this month is that correct yeah, yeah. so this is like our first real month open yeah we kind of did like a soft opening in february yeah. just to kind of figure things out get the flow of things like figure out what the heck we're doing yeah. um but like our grand opening was march 25th so about, I mean, a, month about a month ago, ago one exactly month ago. so april is what we said is yeah. like our first real month so yeah. it's been amazing <laughs> so how are you all feeling now like now that you're you know you're officially a month into it you're you know running the show like you've you've officially you've done the soft launch but now you're you're full head over heels into it like what are your thoughts now that you're a month a month removed from the start date 
I mean, it's been so fun. We love it. And we're just excited to yeah. see it grow because it's already been such a an adventure in yeah. the first month. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, it's just so surreal. Like seeing, like we've planned, like we made everything like sage. So mm. I feel like we manifested. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like just seeing it like actually come to life. Yeah. It's just like an, it's such an amazing feeling seeing like everything we ever envisioned and talked about and dreamed about and kind of like brainstormed a couple years ago yeah. actually happen. Yeah. Um, it's just an amazing feeling. That's awesome. Yeah. I, uh, I, I talked to someone one time. They were uh, they had started a business and they were coming up on the, the two year anniversary of it. And I always I am not a business owner. And so I always like to ask people that have started a business or gone into any kind of business, like what their thoughts are. And they described it as like learning learning from a fire hose like it's just a fire hose of information just so much stuff coming at you like you're excited to learn and, and do the thing that you want to do but it's just so many things happening does that ring true to you all in any way at oh, all yeah we're not business <laughs> girl <laughs> at all i mean we like have our degrees in yeah. nutrition and she's a pa so yeah. like learning the business side i remember <laughs> it's so embarrassing but like one of our first zooms while like getting software and all of that like the guy was talking about SEO and we were like texting each other like what the heck is SEO like we had no clue and we were just like nodding our heads on the Zoom call like texting yeah. each other. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'll I'll be honest like so if if you're listening and you don't know what SEO is, it stands for search engine optimization. Uh and and I'll be honest, I didn't know what that meant either like <laughs> and and I'm a child of the internet. Like I'm you know, I'm supposed to be the one that knows all these things and yeah. I didn't really know what that meant either until I'll say maybe a year ago, whenever okay, someone yeah. finally okay, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, eventually someone was like, "Yeah, you know the search engine optimization," and I was like, "Oh, like that makes so yeah. much more sense now. I get it. I get it." So I'm I'm right there with you. Uh, it's funny how like we we as individuals a lot of times we'll just kind of be like, "Uh huh, yeah, I, I get what you're saying," and in the back of my like, "I don't know. I don't know what's going. On. I don't know what's going on yeah, right now. Like, we have no clue. We have no clue. But we're just gonna roll with it and yeah. nod our head and we'll Google it later." Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> but I feel like it's been kind of just a learning curve. Like yeah. there's just so much that goes into a business. Yeah. And we have people behind us that, yeah. I mean, that back us up yeah. and have the knowledge and wisdom. Yeah. yeah. So that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Um, so something I particularly want to talk to you all, I, I want to kind of pick the different, you know, areas of expertise that you all have, but something I, I am particularly interested in and have definitely been interested in in the past I guess I'll say two or three years is uh, kind of what you alluded to a little bit is kind of like food as medicine. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that we, we, you know, kind of collectively are starting to enter a point where that's become a little bit of like a buzzword. Like people like to say, oh yeah, food is medicine and like wellness. And we should, mm -hmm. you know, instead of going to the doctor, you should eat, just eat a kale smoothie or something, you know, like whatever. And I think it's, we're starting to get to that point where there can be some gray area in it. N not in, not in the sense that there's not hard facts, but you know, you can find people online that are like, Hey, if you just take this little, you know, this little thing, then you'll be good to go. All your problems will be fixed and you'll just be right on track. Yeah. And I, I wanted to talk to you all just kind of what, uh, just kind of what your all's thoughts are on, on, on your industry, if that makes sense. I know there's a lot of gray area and there's a lot of, uh, there's for lack of better words, I guess, snake oil salesmen where a lot of people will, you know, I mean, this is a business, like there's money to be made and there's, there's things to, uh, there's money to be made and, and people to learn from and talk to. And I think it can be very interesting to kind of parse through what is 
real and what's not what's worth your time and, and what's not so from your all standpoint do you encounter any of that at all like do you see people coming in with uh, you know kind of misconceptions about what you all do or what you all offer uh, to to an extent oh yeah yeah everyone yeah <laughs> what's huge in our aesthetic well-being industry right now like in a med spa space is like ozempic or semaglutide have yeah. you heard about any of that well <laughs> It's 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 funny you mentioned Ozempic. So uh, flashback here for me. I used to work at a pharmacy and worked there for about three years. And oh. I would work up at the front, and we had a TV right off to the left, and I could hear everything that it played, every commercial, mm-hmm. and the Ozempic commercials. Like I know what, I know what it is, but the Ozempic commercial would come on all the time, and it'd be like oh 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 oh, like that was the oh, kind of commercial. Oh my god! And like every time I hear, I see it or I hear it, I'm just that song just comes in my head. I'm like oh Ozempic. Yeah, and I know the little jingle, but yeah. Yes, yeah. I know. I know what Ozempic is, and I. I yeah, so, I, that's yeah. kind of the extent. From of it. your history, you probably know it's a diabetes medication, yes, right? Yes, yes. But now, like med spas are offering it for like rapid weight loss, or they're compounding it into like semaglutide. Yeah, yeah. it's a huge fad right now. Like yeah. everyone is everyone. wanting to be on Ozempic. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it makes you lose weight really quickly. Yeah, but. That's why we're so different here is because we, I mean, I told a patient the other day, I'm like, if you want to like lose 20 pounds, like we're not the place for you, like in a month, you know, Um, we actually care about people's actual health Mm -hmm. and the future of their health or longevity. Mm -hmm. Um, So the way we do wellness here is, you know, I teach people how to eat whole foods. Mm -hmm. That's really the simplicity of it is eat real foods, eat plants, animals, Mm -hmm. um, you know, everything from the earth. And that will get you in a really good spot health wise. Um, but I mean, we were doing so much research and Mackenzie as a PA, you know, she knows has history in like the medically assisted weight loss of it all. Mm-hmm. And she's seen a lot with that too, but yeah, the class yeah. drugs. And we were just like, you know, we were doing our own research on Ozempic and semaglutide yeah. seeing if we even wanted that to be an offering here for, you know, people that were severely overweight, getting them like a jump start. Mm-hmm. But I mean, just the research we've done, it's directly linked to like thyroid cancer and different things like that. And we were so both side like, effects are horrible. Yeah. I mean, she had a patient the other day that is on Ozempic and was just throwing up and so sick. Mid treatment. Yeah. <laughs> Mid treatment. And I'm like, this is not healthy. Yeah. So not people healthy. are sick for days. You know, they're super nauseous. They can't eat. And, you know, just we just wouldn't feel right knowing the side effects, knowing that in 10 years, if someone gets thyroid cancer, is, was it from us prescribing Ozempic? We don't know. Yeah, yeah. And we don't ha- want to have that on our conscience yeah. because we truly care about our patients. We're not in it for the money. Because yeah. you can make a lot of money on Ozempic. Yeah. I mean, that's literally where it's at right yeah. now. And we choose not to because we're like, ethically, we can't do that. Yeah. So, so, and, and, you know, obviously I'm speaking from a, from a standpoint of like, I, I know, I know the jingle for Ozempic and that's about it. Um, but like, is this something has specifically with Ozempic, is it something that it's, it's always been, I know it's primarily a a diabetes medication, but Mm -hmm. has it always been used kind of on the side as also a weight loss medication? Or is this something recently where people were like, oh, it's, it's primarily a diabetes medication, but you can also use it in this different way. Like, is it more of a recent thing or is this like always it, kind of been part of the It became a fad when like everyone was like Kim Kardashian and like Khloe celebrities, Kardashian. Oh, yeah. like celebrities. Talk about it. Okay. Or, See, like, I didn't know about that. They got there, like yeah. they all dropped the weight. And yeah. so it's been like the last year that it's Yeah. Been, like, everyone's just like, how did people lose so much weight? And mm-hmm. like Elon Musk was on it. Yeah. <laughs> and like everyone was like, how did he lose all the weight? And yeah. now it's like starting to be talked about more and more. I mean, there's other like names for it, like Manjaro and Wagovi that have been in like the weight loss 
loss yeah. industry mm-hmm. that are like compounds of like semaglutide is like the generic name for mm-hmm. it. Um, but I feel like recently now it's just like so common. Like it's yeah. a common household yeah. like weight loss drug. Yeah. And I mean, it's all over Instagram, TikTok, all of that. So yeah, it's been pretty popular lately. <laughs> you know, and, and it's, excuse me, it's, uh, I'm, I'm glad you brought this up because I, I really didn't know that Ozempic was being used, used like this. But, um, you know, I think that a lot of people now, and there's many factors for this, but part of what you alluded to was um, we see it all the time, like on social media, it's like this person, they look like this. And then all of a sudden, like, wow, they're just, you know, they just have this great figure. And how do they do it? And the secret we may, we may never know. Um, and, you know, certainly like I'm, I'm, I'm definitely an advocate, like, however you need to get healthy, like do that. I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, if you're not like out, you know, running sprints every single day, like you just didn't do it correctly. Like, however, however you need to lose weight, get healthy, do it. Like the, the healthier people are, I'm, I'm happy, happy for that to happen. But I think a lot of times some of the, some of the things you all talked about don't Mm -hmm. really get brought up. Um, I know from personal experience, like growing up, I had a really, really bad relationship with food and bad in the sense that I loved it. And it was like, you know, I would eat like pizza rolls and, you know, sweet tarts for dinner. Like that was <laughs> right. just, yeah, and, yeah. And that was just, that was just the Most way of I grew up. Childhood diet. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, and you know, there's a time and a place, like I'm not saying you can't ever have pizza rolls or sweet tarts, but growing like, you know, I got older, I became an adult and like my relationship to food and the things I consumed, it was centered around things that it shouldn't have been centered around. Mm-hmm. And I know from personal experience, like if I had suddenly had, you know, X amount of pounds just just gone all of a sudden, it would have been a struggle for me to actually live a healthier life consistently because, yes, I may have lost Mm -hmm. 30, 40 pounds, whatever, but my habits and actions, they're still rooted in the person I was before. And I think that doesn't tend to get brought up because like, you know, like you said, we'll see Kim Kardashian or somebody and they'll just have this great transformation and like, wow, they must be living this great and healthy life. But what you might not see behind the scenes is uh, kind of what's going on up here, what's going on in their head, their relationship with their loved ones, their relationship with the, with food, their the habits they have. They may be 15, 20, 30 pounds lighter, but are they actually living a more fulfilled and healthy life? That's kind of where it gets a little dicey, you know? Right. Yeah. And it's like, where's their mental state going to be once yeah. they get off of that? Yeah. And they gain all that weight inevitably, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that's just kind of where we're like, we kind of draw the line and we're yeah. like, okay, we can't do that because we want long-term like mm-hmm. goals and results for our patients and just them to feel their best. And yeah. obviously on that, you're not feeling your best. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's honestly just education. Um by Lauren taking the time even if it's 30 minutes to an hour whatever she's doing to actually talk to the patient, figure out what they're eating and go through things and educate them on what they're eating and what's better options and organic supplements and doing things like that. It just it really helps their patient, you know, our patients and they're like so mind blown and just like yeah. so and thankful. We, we build that relationship with them where it's like they know we're here to support them. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it just goes back to like, we're so passionate about what we do here. It's not about the money. We actually truly care about yeah. our patients and we want them to be like our family. You know, we would always want the best for our family. Yeah. So. That's our main values is, I mean, beauty from within mm-hmm. and just exuding that confidence from feeling healthy to, you know, enhancing with some yeah. aesthetic treatments, but yeah. like building that confidence and really starting from within. Yeah. Yeah. And and I want to, I want to ask you in just a little bit about kind of the aesthetics world, because that's something that I have only <laughs> learned about recently. Like I didn't oh. even know that was a, 
I, I knew the word aesthetic existed. Yeah. I knew there was like a business behind oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> before, before we kind of jump into that, something I do want to ask about is, and, mm-hmm. and like I, I 100% agree with every, everything you all have been saying. And I think, you know, you ask any person on the street, healthy, unhealthy, whatever, like all of them are going to probably say, yeah, I want to live healthy. Like I don't, I want to eat foods that sustain me and, and, you know, will allow me to live a long and healthy and fulfilling life. But sometimes it can be like, you know, you walk into Walmart or wherever and like, where do you start? I mean, there's 30 aisles of things and it's like, you ask one person, it's like, should I eat eggs? Should I not eat eggs? One person's like, yeah, do it every day. And the other person's like, don't even look at an egg. Like you'll never, you know, you, you won't make it out of the store if you even think about it. So <laughs> my, my question for you all is, and, and obviously like nutrition and wellness, it's going to differ from person to person. There's no like cookie cutter. Oh, if you just do this thing every day, it's going to work for every person. But generally speaking, what are some tangible ways people can actually like take these steps on their own that aren't going to, you know, obviously if, if they need professional help, like what you all do, then certainly come and get it. But what are some tangible ways people can actually implement in their life? Like today to start living a more healthy and fulfilled life in your all's opinion. Right. I mean, it would be to just limit processed foods. So mm-hmm. anything packaged in the store, even if it's labeled, you know, natural, healthy, all of that, just mm-hmm. limit that as much as possible. That's typically filled with so much just extra like inflammatory oils, um, added sugar, stuff like that. So, you know, if we could just limit the packaged stuff, that would be amazing. And then just try and eat a whole foods diet. I try and make it as simple as possible for everyone where I just tell them, look, like if God created it, eat it, you know? And it's like, obviously, like you said before, none of us are perfect. I still, you know, have my slip ups and enjoy certain foods. But for the most part, I try and keep in mind, you know, if it's meat, it's grass fed, it's great meat, eat it. You know, if it's a great vegetable from the ground, eat it. You know, if it's a fruit, eat it. Um, There's just so many things, like you said, on the internet. But if we could just simplify it and just if it's, you know, natural whole food, eat it. So that's yeah. really the, as simple as it gets yeah. for me. Yeah, And it's, it's kind of funny. And I was thinking about this one day, like I, I saw someone online and at first I was like, I don't, I don't know if I necessarily think that's the best way, but someone was like, if you want to lose weight, here's, here's the best diet for you. Go with the one ingredient diet. So that means if you go to the store and anything has more than one ingredient, you can't get it. And I was like, I don't, I don't know if like, and I understood what they were saying. They were like, you know, you go and get an apple. The ingredient is apple, you know, and you go and get like an egg and the ingredient is egg. And you know, the the point was like you were saying, if, if there's anything that has like tons and tons and tons and tons of issues or issues, ingredients that are, you know, 17 letters long and you don't know what they are. It's like, maybe you should stay away from those, you know? Yeah. Um, and, And I think to a degree there is, some kind of validity. And I think there's, you know, some good advice in there. Like, again, not that you can't ever have a bag of chips or you can't ever enjoy anything. Like my birthday just came around and like I had, you know, cake and ice cream. Like I'm I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You can't, it's not that you can't ever enjoy anything, but you're the foundation of your diet and the things you do and the things you consume. Um, it should be, it's recommended. It should be built on things that are going to sustain you and not, mm-hmm. you know, a bag of puffy Cheetos or something. Right. Uh, so. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what we will. And I mean, it took us a long time. I mean, Lauren yeah. started getting healthier, mm-hmm. yeah. like a lot faster than me. <laughs> but um, I mean, I took on those practices about like, what, two years ago yeah. and really changed my lifestyle, like just watching her. And it's like changed my life. Yeah. I mean, I'm so much like, I feel so much better um, so much more energized and just really doing the whole foods diet. Yeah. Which is not even a diet. It's no, it's just literally eating. that's what we <laughs> tell know? people. Like, I'm not gonna write you a diet. I'm not gonna make you count macros, mm-hmm. anything like Calories. that. Yeah. I'm just gonna, you know, 
give you some certain swaps, um, encourage certain things, mm-hmm. give you like achievable goals mm-hmm. yeah. um, to make it easy just to yeah. eat a regular whole food yeah. diet. Yeah. And, and I think also too, I think that not, not to be too much of, of that guy, but I think that like there is some good kind of some self-awareness around the word diet is, is also welcome as well. Cause I, I know a lot of like myself included, you know, I'd be like, Oh, I want to get healthier. I want to lose five or 10 pounds, whatever. It's like, Oh, I'm going to go on this diet or that diet. And although like I, I understand the sentiment coming to that, like you want to make a change to be healthier. A lot of times the view on that is, Oh, I'm going to do this thing for four or five, six, seven or eight weeks. And then I'll be healthier. And then I'll stop doing that thing. And then I'll be good. But a lot of times in my opinion, that's not sustainable. If if you're wanting to make a healthy choice, it should be something you on paper can do for the rest of your life. You know, like I don't want to just, if, if it's something good for me, I don't want to just say, yeah, I'll do it for four weeks and then I'll never do it ever again. You want to do, you, you want to have a, a diet quote unquote. I, I like to think of it more of like a nutrition plan or just the food you eat. Like it's not some kind of plan necessarily. It's just the food you eat, the, f- the fuel you yeah. put in your body, it should be something that you can theoretically use and utilize and eat for the rest of your life or a long time, you know? You know, you don't want to just have someone's like, yeah, I'm going to do this diet for four weeks and then I'll never touch it ever again, yeah. you know? Because what benefit is that really, exactly. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it's just second nature to us now, yeah. the foods we eat. It's like, I mean, your taste buds change. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden you're craving broccoli. Like, yeah. I mean, it's really <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> like you want the, like your body wants the nutrients and yeah. I feel like you just know know how good you feel Mm -hmm. and you just don't want to feel bad and it's like when you do eat those foods you kind of are like dang like i I have the brain fog or i'm nauseous you know and you're like wow that like really puts it into perspective like how optimal you could be feeling Mm -hmm. um and that's why now it's like i don't even reach for bad foods i mean like everyone says like the 80 20 but I feel like I'm honestly like 95.5 just yeah. because nice. I don't want yeah. the other foods. Yeah. And it just, it just happens like that. Yeah. Well, it wasn't it, strict. Like, Yeah. It, it becomes a part of who you are. Right. Like, yeah. you know, I I definitely don't think like it's a good idea. If, if you're if you're listening to this and you have like a terrible diet, whatever, if you feel like you have a terrible diet, like I wouldn't recommend going chicken, broccoli and rice tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely you're probably, not. You're, no. you're probably not going to stick to <laughs> right. it. But like finding a way to sustain, like sustainability is, is the yeah. key for me. You want to find a way where you can do it. For a long time, if you yeah. don't just want to be like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm just going to, I'm just going to drink spinach smoothies for the rest of my life. Yeah. That's the only way, like, no, no, no one wants to do that, you know, not, like, no. you know, so. I think I, I just started finding like foods I liked and yeah. then incorporating it, even yeah. though I would s- still like, I would grab a chip or yeah. like, you know, do something. Yeah. But like, I just started incorporating the healthier foods mm-hmm. like once a day or twice yeah. a day. And then it started building up and I felt like that's how I started. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I feel like you started having fun with cooking. Like you would oh, find yeah. health, like recipes you loved, like yes. of certain foods you loved and making them. And I feel like you started having fun with that. And that's when I kind of saw the shift in your eating. Oh yeah. Meal prepping really changed it for me yeah. and doing paleo running mama. Shout out. <laughs> I was gonna, <laughs> that really helped me. Yeah. You love her recipe. I learned how to cook from that website. Yeah. And you just gotta have fun with it. I mean, Healthy foods don't have to be like just chicken, broccoli, and rice. Exactly. You can have fun with it. Mm-hmm. There's so many recipes on the internet now. Like there's TikTok, no reason why you should Instagram. be anything like boring, healthy foods. Yeah. yeah. They're good. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so, and, and honestly, this is something like I, I really enjoy talking about, but I want to change it a little bit. So I admittedly, like I said, yeah. I, I know 
very little, I mean, well, you all are definitely the experts in this room. There's three of us in here and it's, it's not me. Uh, that's the expert in here, but <laughs> specifically in the kind of aesthetics world, yeah. I know very little about it. I know some people that like, personally, I know some people that kind of work in this business and kind of, uh, that's, you know, some people, even my age that are kind of starting their own businesses, but like, I don't really, you know, aside from the fact that I, I, I feel like it's a good idea to like wash your face generally, like, you know, I'll hear people all the time be like, oh, you need to do this thing. Or you, if you're not applying to this thing, then you're just going to look like an old, old baseball in the future. And I'm just like, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know any, like, I just don't know anything about it. So what in, in, in normal layman's terms for someone like me who knows very little about what it is that you do, can you kind of break it down a little bit for me? If yeah. that makes sense. Um, so, um, and it doesn't have to necessarily be like the day to day, but just kind of like what what role do you play? You know, if, if that makes sense. Yeah. So basically, um, we have different machines. So we have our Cyton VBL. I do um, want to ask you about that. I, yeah. I saw that. Uh, I saw uh, that online. I do want to ask you about that. Oh yeah. yeah. So that's our broadband light. Um, so that's a treatment that helps with like hyperpigmentation, sunspots, rosacea, acne. It just clears the skin. It makes it gorgeous. Um, youthful, and it's just anti-aging mm -hmm. benefits for from the BBL. Mm -hmm. We have Moxie lasers that also help with melasma, um, pre-rejuvenation, and just helping let like get that great skin. Mm -hmm. um, we do fillers, um, so hyaluronic acid fillers. Mm -hmm. So that's for like natural enhancements to lips, cheeks, whatever you know. What volume we, loss. Volume yeah. loss. Yeah. Um, we do Xeomin and Botox, so that's uh, neuromodulators that relax the muscles in the forehead, around the eyes, just to help, you know, people look a little yeah. younger or yeah. just more rested, prevent aging. Prevent aging. Um, we do, let's see. Medical-grade skincare. Yes, medical-grade skincare is super important to help with that anti-aging and clear the skin. I mean, I used to have horrible acne, yeah. um, and so that's where my passion with aesthetics yeah. really got into it. I was on Accutane. I was on every medication known to man. And that's where I really got into like yeah. the PA world because I was like, I need to help people because this is like debilitating yeah. on your face. You know, yeah. I was like broken out. I yeah. didn't like it. So um, that's where my passion came into yeah. it with skincare. And so um, we try to get every patient on a good skincare regimen. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else. And then we have the salt facial. Oh, salt facial. People love the yes. salt facial. And that just, it's kind of back to like the whole natural thing we mm -hmm. try and do. Um, our esthetician, Sarah, does it. And it exploits your skin with organic sea salt. Mm -hmm. So that's really great because sea salt is like naturally anti-inflammatory. It helps kill bacteria and it also is a humectant. Mm -hmm. So it has so many amazing benefits. That's why everyone's always like, oh my gosh, my skin feels amazing at the beach. <laughs> and we can do that for you. Um, and then it also uses like acetic ultrasound which helps like penetrate the serum yeah. really well and then it also uses uh, led light therapy so yeah. we love red light therapy yeah. here we have a full body one but this um machine also has just like blue light amber light yeah. and red light so just for like your face yeah. so that's amazing for like collagen yeah. stimulation killing bacteria all of that yeah. and then like the sage signature mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> that's just our relaxing facial yeah. sarah does a great job at like for any acne dermaplaning yeah. just some lymphatic drainage yes. massage. So that was a bit, that was a really big word you just said yeah. there. That, that, was, that was a that was what I like to call a two dollar word there. That oh, was, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so something I do want to ask you about is, and I've been curious about it for a while more, just because I I see a lot of people use it and I just I don't know about it. But what what's kind of the 
for lack of better words, what's the, what's the deal with red light therapy? Like, what is what is it? How does it work? Yeah. Is there any like I'm assuming there is, but is there any actual like benefit to it? Like, what what's the kind of what's going on when you're doing red light therapy? Yeah, yeah. So our body has like different responses to light. So like, have you heard like computers, your phone, it's all like blue light. Yes. I, I've, I've heard that a lot. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that's the bad light where red light is great because it actually helps stimulate your mitochondria. So okay. your mitochondria back to basic which, biology, which is the powerhouse of the there cell. You, go. <laughs> you must have passed biology. Class. I feel like yes. everyone remembers that. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, why? Seriously. But it makes it easier to explain yeah. it. So it helps stimulate that. So that's obviously the powerhouse of the cell. So it's great for cellular like rejuvenation. So like anti-aging, um, it helps so much with that. It also helps with like any inflammation in the body, um, collagen stimulation, because it has different like penetration. So like near infrared penetration, different wavelengths. So we have a really good one by Platinum LED and it goes like really far down with wavelengths. So near infrared. Um, so then it can also help too with just like overall skin too. So that's why we love it. Um, and just overall, just like cellular rejuvenation because it really stimulates that mitochondria. Um, and it's also great. It almost feels like you're in like a tanning bed. Have you ever been in a tanning bed? Uh, so not with one, not a, not a on one. Uh, okay. I have, I have been on one. One of, one of my friends way back in the day, they had one and I would, I would use it a lot of times like hide and seek, but I never have been in one like while it's going. Yeah. Uh, so, so no, <laughs> yeah. I have not. Well, it feels really good. And it also like helps with like mood. So like yeah. during the winter when it's so gross out, mm -hmm. it's dark, freezing cold, and you're not ever getting like in touch with like the sun. Mm -hmm. um, this is actually like proven to help like with mood and can help with that. Mm -hmm. So it like helps release that like endorphin that yeah. you're in the sun. Yeah. Um, so it's really great for like mood, any like seasonal depression, anything mm -hmm. like that. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like red light therapy. We stack it with our pulsed electromagnetic field therapy, which is our other cellular rejuvenation nice. device. So we're all about like cellular rejuvenation here and like the whole longevity stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's funny you say these things and like, I, I am, I am so like, all this is very interesting and I am so like out of the know that you, you all could have before this have been like, we're going to just tell them, tell them these things yeah, and we're, we're just, just going to see if he actually knows. And I'm just going to be like, wow, that's so cool. <laughs> I did not know. So smart. Yeah, we're going to put so, you on. All these things we'll put you on it after this <laughs> yeah <so you> yeah <laughs> understand <laughs> no i definitely believe you it's just like i'm i'm so yeah, out of the know with this it's like oh okay cool that's great i don't I, I didn't know that I, I guess i have no i guess i have to believe you people um, are writing you after, like who are these people you had on their <laughs> lying yeah <laughs> they're making up words yeah <laughs> that's awesome that's funny yeah. um so something i, I do want to ask about so i in preparation for this i was kind of you know looking into what it is that you all do and some of your background um and i something you had mentioned it was some kind of machine is that yeah. correct so this this machine uh what, what is it called again the uh, bbl yes Cyton bbl or yes. mjul <laughs> yes yes so um from what i i read online somewhere you know this machine apparently has like it's it's a pretty big deal like i guess for lack of better words yeah. uh from what i read online uh there was some i forget if it was you know there was different bios about you all online but there was one of you all had like I guess I'll, I'll say they had studied under a guy or they're like, there was this guy that he's considered like the godfather of this or whatever. Yes. Is, is, is this making any sense? Yes. Yeah. So, um, Dr. Bitter, he yes, is our, that's what I was looking for. he's the godfather of light. <laughs> um, he helped develop the photo, photo facial and, um, he's our chief medical officer. And so I was able to train under him, um, several times in Las Gatos, California. He's come out here and he's just helped me, um, 
learn the BBL and come up with protocols that you can only get here at Sage and or at Los Gatos, California, at his office. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, yeah. um, that's cool. That's really awesome. And and something you just mentioned, I want to ask. So correct me if I'm wrong. You all are from California. Is that correct? Okay. Because I was I was looking at this. I was like, I think that's what it said they were, where they're from. Yeah. Um, so you're in Tennessee now. What are your first of <laughs> how, how long have y'all been out here? I'm on my fourth year here. Fourth year. How long and have I'm you been on out like here? Second year. <laughs> okay. How, is is the word y'all a part of your vocabulary now, or is oh, that still, sure. okay? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I realized I was like I should ask them if that is. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but what are your you know you've you've obviously lived in California. What is your what are your thoughts now that you're in the kind of Chattanooga area? Have you been in in this area the whole time you've been down here? Yeah. Okay. So what do you what do you think so far? I what mean. I absolutely love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Say, obviously, you may like it to some degree. Yeah, right. right? We yeah. kind of planted roots here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's so different in like the best way possible. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just the community. It's like a big city, but also feels like a small city. Mm-hmm. And um, the community has been so great, especially like starting Sage, just like all the love we've gotten. Everyone is so sweet. Oh, yeah. um, Southern hospitality is so real. I mean, everywhere you go, people are wanting to talk to you and like, just know everything about you. And oh, yeah. It's just, it's so great. And um, we yeah. love like the values. I don't know. I just love that like we can talk about like God and, yeah. you know, just, I don't know. It's just such a different experience out here, yeah. but we really love it. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, it's a I'm... slower pace of life, like everyone <laughs> says, but that's like a good thing. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's funny. I don't, I don't know necessarily what the size of the city you all lived in before you came here, but so I'm, I'm not from Chattanooga. I'm from about an hour up the road. Um, but I've been living down here for almost five or six years now. I forget. Oh. Um, I, I went to school down here and, uh, the town I grew up in, I kid you not, I can look it up. It has like a thousand people on a good day. Like it's a, it's a teeny tiny little town. Like, wow. so it's called Inglewood. And okay, I'm, yeah. I, if, if you haven't heard it, like I, the I'm, Mennonites live yeah, there, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh. You are correct. Yes. We have a, a pretty strong uh, Mennonite and, and Amish population there. Oh, wow. uh, they make some great bread, by the way. Um. I don't know if you're, if you're ever in contact with them and they're selling bread, go for it. Um, but it's, it's funny. Like I know a lot of people, I work with a guy and he, he lives, he's from the Dallas area mm-hmm. and he like lives in downtown Dallas, huge city, obviously. And he'll come to Chattanooga and he'll be like, yeah, I'm just like this real small town. Like I'm seeing people and I'm like, dude, this is like a huge city for me. Like oh, I'm, yeah. I'm used to there being like two people around me in like a 10 mile radius. Like this is a huge like, city. Chattanooga is huge. Yeah. And, and I'll hear, y'all hear people all the time be like, yeah, I'm from this like little small town, like in the South. It's called Chattanooga. Have you ever heard of it? I'm like, no, this is not a small town. Like this is a, this is a city. This is a, this is, it has a downtown area. I have a stoplight in my hometown. That's all we have. So <laughs> I mean, I feel like living here for just like the four years it's like I just went up to Nashville two weeks yeah. ago, and I'm like, oh my god, Nashville is huge. I know, yeah. And like, I'm like, oh my gosh, now, Chattanooga feels big to me now. Yeah. So I could totally see what you're saying, because yeah. like, but I also think it's a perfect mix where it's oh, yeah. still like we can come back to McDonald and feel like we're in a small town, yeah. Yeah. or we can like go to the city yeah. in 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's funny. I uh, towards the end of last year, one of my friends was getting married, and we went on a bachelor's trip for him. We went out to Nashville, and I had been there a couple times, but I'd never really spent much time in the downtown area. Yeah. And it was funny. We got there, and we were going somewhere, and I was like yeah this is a big city like this is this i mean chattanooga is a to my standard is a pretty big city i was like man this is this is a big and it's city. growing yeah oh yeah oh, everyone's yeah. finding out about chattanooga yeah. I know. Yeah. it's well, a little hidden gem there's a lot of i mean there's a lot of it is overflow from nashville like i know nashville's been obviously growing a lot in the in the you know recent years but a lot of that's just like oh i, I want to live in tennessee but i don't really want to go to nashville i'll just go to this this little city down here right next to it so mm-hmm. that's yeah. funny 
Yeah, it's definitely a little hidden gem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we love it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my entire family moved here. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. They must like it as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're all on like, Mc- do you know where McDonald is? Um, I mean, it just I passed Udawal right here. Yes. I was about to say, so So that's the thing. I'm, I've been here for four or five years, but I've, I've lived pretty much in the city the whole time. Like I went to UTC and I still live in the city. So like, I know Ultawa and I know Red Bank, but like, aside from that, I'm just kind of like, I don't really know where all the other places are because I... Yeah. I don't really have much reason to come out right, here. So yeah. I, I think I do, yes. But if you ask me to get there, I don't know <laughs> how how confident I would be in, in getting there on my own, you yeah, know? Yeah. I mean, it's just like kind of like 15 minutes down the street. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, that's where we all live. Yeah. And, and I feel like everyone's always so interested in our story because so basically Lauren is the first of the group to like come out here yeah. from California. We all live like we all knew each other out yeah. in California. Yeah. And we were all in the same area. And Lauren went first, and then it was just, like, trickling of people. There's, like, 40 of us now from the same spot in California. We all just came here. Yeah. And now my family's coming. (laughs) Yeah. You were, like, the – you know, you were the tipping point. Yeah. You were the – in a a good way, the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. 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 I mean, everyone I feel like knew there was, like, more out there and, like, more to – like, more country and more land and stuff like that. But – I just had to be the crazy one to yeah. like just do it. But yeah. Everyone's always like, "Oh my gosh, there's like forty or fifty of you out here." Yeah, and yeah. we're like, "Yeah." I'm like, I barely have any family left in California, so yeah, yeah. they're definitely all Tennesseans now. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> you know, it's 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 really funny. I have some friends that. I made a lot of friends in school and and for whatever reason, there's a, like a lot of the people that I met in UTC, a lot of them came from the Nashville area. Like there weren't a ton of, um, it was a lot of people from outside of Chattanooga that came to school here. And I'd taken just for fun one day, I was like, Hey, do y'all want to come back, like come back home and just see my family and like eat dinner with them one time? And they're like, yeah, sure. And like, they had never been to like, again, they had been to the small town of Chattanooga, but they had never been to like there are cows by the road, you know, small town, like very, very small town. And I brought him back and they were like, so, so when do we get to your house? Like we've been driving on this road <laughs> for like 15 minutes and I've just seen trees and, and fences and dogs. And I'm like, we'll, we'll get there eventually. Yeah. It's just, it's, we'll pass a couple more covered wagons. Yes. Yeah. No, that, that was funny to me. Like, you know, growing up, I mean, I kid you not, my high school football field, it like shared land with a farm. Like you could see the cows like behind it, whatever you're out. Like it's a, it's a very small town. And so like growing up, I was like, oh yeah, the Amish, they're just like, right. Like, I, you know, I said, I worked at a pharmacy. I did deliveries a lot i would deliver medicines to them like they oh, were just wow. like yeah well they were just like you know people we lived by whatever and so i would have people like come home with me sometimes just to hang out and they'd be like what are those what else are that is that is that them is that the i'm like yeah that's You're like, like who, yeah that's, who else? those are my friends yeah i was like who do you think who else would that be you know it's just the amish like i live with them and they're like oh my gosh i didn't know they were real i'm like yeah that's that's them they yeah. make some really yeah. good bread so yeah Aww. i feel like that was my first like experience with the Mennonites because yeah. I was like oh they all live in like Pennsylvania like, you know yeah. like the Amish country yeah. and I remember the first time seeing him I was like oh my god that's the Amish <laughs> like why are we also like oh my god the Amish you yeah. know like so amazed by it. Yeah. yeah that's funny that's awesome um, to kind of change the subject just a little bit. So, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know how we yeah, got on that one. <laughs> I, I don't know either, but that's just the, the beauty of conversation. Yeah. You know? Um, something I do want to ask you about is as I've you know mentioned many times now, uh, I am certainly not an expert in either of your respective fields and, uh, even more so, like I'd mentioned in, in regards to like skincare and things like the other day uh well not the other day i guess i don't remember when it was but my fiance asked me like if i if i do any like 
if I have like a skincare routine, I was like, well, I have like a face wash that I use in the shower. And she was like, honestly, that's, that's better than like 99% of, of like guys your age. So you're doing well. But, but like, aside from that general advice, like I don't really know what should like generally what should be recommended. So me as someone who knows very little about what should be, I mean, I know there's a lot of different things you like you've just described to me. There's many, many, many different things you can do to improve your health mm-hmm. and your, and your, you know, the health of your skin, especially, but generally like at home practices, like you can go to the store, get this thing, or you can start doing this today. Mm-hmm. What are some things that you personally would recommend that people like me that don't really know anything about this space. What right. would you recommend people people do in general? Yeah, I mean, honestly, my husband's the same way. He just goes <laughs> and like washes his face in the shower. Yeah, that's really it. Um, but really, just a good face wash mm-hmm. and a good sunscreen. Yeah. Um, we have a we just got this product. It's a like a stick. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's super simple. You just put it on your face. Yeah. I, I don't know if they can't see me doing that, but <laughs> <laughs> it's literally a stick. It's super easy for, you know, men, yeah. kids. Yeah. That's just, you know, to, sun protection is the best thing you can do, um, you know, to help with anti, you know, with aging and that process. Um, and then get a, a good wash because yeah. you, you know, develop all those oils and um, you know, there's, you know, chemicals and free radicals, you know, we yeah. need to get all that stuff yeah. off. So um but yeah, just a good wash, a good sunscreen. And then honestly, the best treatment for men mm-hmm. in particular, I would say is getting a BBL, um, the broadband light treatment. Yeah. Light, it's so good for the skin. Um, it's I'm, Dr. Bitter always says that's the best treatment for men mm-hmm. um, for anti-aging and to just keep the youthfulness of your skin. Yeah. Um, but not doing, you're not doing Botox. Mm-hmm. You're not doing filler. Yeah. You're just preventing the lines mm-hmm. and keeping, you know, that just more even skin. yeah even mm-hmm. skin tone yeah. yeah um and so just maybe doing a bbl once or twice a year just yeah. to keep your skin looking the way it is mm-hmm. um for years to come yeah. that's i feel like the best treatments for men yeah um and like i mean in your journey just a face wash and sunscreen <laughs> yeah. and then you can come see us for yeah. Yeah. bbl yeah we'd love to treat you <laughs> yeah well, I'll, I'll come try it out sometime yeah um, so, so something i do want to ask you about so and i was actually talking to somebody on the show the other day just about this but I know that there is a lot of like, I hear a lot of people talk about like the benefits of sunscreen and like, obviously from the standpoint of like getting burned when you're at the beach, like obviously you don't want to, you know, I had an unfortunate experience one time where I was at the beach and I applied sunscreen, but I, I fell asleep, uh, while I was outside and didn't have like anything covering me. And I was very red, uh, to say the least. So obviously like in those situations apply sunscreen, but like for me, is, is there like, is is it does just any kind of sunscreen go or is there a specific kind of like daily kind of sunscreen that's recommended because in my mind when i think of sunscreen i'm thinking like you know white nose and like kind of <laughs> greasy face like is there is there a, a specific kind that you would recommend for just like daily use or is it just kind of anything really goes in that regard i mean i feel like definitely like avoid any of like the super like chemically sunscreen so like the ones with like avobenzene and like you can look it up but i always recommend like a mineral based yeah. one mm-hmm. just physical something, sunscreen yeah a physical mineral based sunscreen one with z- zinc titanium yeah. and yeah. then um just a higher spf yeah um and just look at the ingredients in it too. yeah yeah just make sure there's no chemicals and 
you know, there's been a lot of like weird things linked to sunscreen, like carcinogen wise and yeah. stuff like that. So just like read your labels kind of like yeah. food. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we um, totally recommend like Skin Better Science. That's our top favorite yeah. for a sunscreen. So, and yeah. they have different options for like male and female. Like men love like the stick because it's super easy. <laughs> but then like for women, that like comes tinted and it matches your skin tone. So women can use that like as a foundation. So that's like a good option too for like everyday wear. Yeah. Um, um, something I do want to ask, and I think you may have briefly alluded to it in the beginning. Um, so how did you all get interested in this? Cause like, I think a lot of people's, when they get interested in like health and wellness or, or you know, uh, skincare or whatever, like any, any, any field in health and wellness, like it's always an interesting way towards it. Uh, I, I mentioned a little bit for me, like growing up, I just like, I, I love food. Like I still do this day. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sucker for food. Like I've, I, there's not many foods that I don't agree with and all of them agree with me. Uh, so like for me growing up, it was, it was finding the right ones. Like that was my, my journey is, is understanding that there's some that I don't need to rely on and some that I should. So for your individual stories, like how did you come to do what you do and, and be interested in what you're currently doing? Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so for me, like I said, I had horrible acne, um, my entire teenage years. Um, and so I was visiting the dermatologist all the time and that's where I found out that, um, what a PA was. And, um, that's kind of what got me down that path of like going to PA school and Mm -hmm. really wanting to make a difference in skin for people because I, that that was my challenge, Mm -hmm. um, growing up. Uh, and then I did lose my mom four years ago to colon cancer. And so that's been, that's really where I started to change like my health and really redirect. And I was like, okay, I need to get this under control because that was really, you know, traumatizing. Yeah, I'm sure. Go through that and see like the person I love the most go through so much pain. Yeah. Um, and so that's where I really like changed my life. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm so, well, thank you for sharing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, but, but definitely like, I think that for, I know for me specifically, I know a lot of people like, it seems to be for many people, their journey towards living a healthier life, whether they start this journey early, late, whatever, a lot of it seems to stem from experiences we have like in our adolescence. I know that's true for me. And like, it seems like maybe for you, like, you know, uh, not necessarily like in your adolescence, but like, you know, experiences you've had in the past and kind of in Mm -hmm. your younger age, like, um, that is what fueled you to want to do what you're doing today. And I, I just, I think that's interesting because, um, those experiences, even though they're a brief period of our life, a lot of times they stick with us for a long time and they, they kind of turn us into the person that we are, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, for, for you, what, what specifically for you was kind of the driving force for you doing what it is that you do today? Yeah. I mean, uh, speaking of adolescence, I mean, when I was a kid, I was like a chunky kid. (laughs) I was too. I was too. And all I would eat was like (laughs) popcorn chicken. Like I was the worst eater, the pickiest eater. And we were just talking about that the other day with my parents, like how, like how I am now compared to how I was as like a kid is just insane. But I was always kind of chunky. So I feel like once I graduated like high school, I kind of started getting into like exercising, Mm -hmm. um, you know, changing like food and stuff like that into like fitness type stuff. Um, And, you know, I was going to school and like going to I was getting like my business degree. Mm -hmm. And then I mean, nothing. I was never really sure. And then I actually thought about this the other day, but you were you told me to do nutrition. Do you remember that? Yeah. Or like I was thinking about it and you were telling me like how Cal Baptist had a program and like I should do it. 
And so weird. Yeah. So then I like transferred colleges and I started the nutrition program there. And while I was in school, you know, I was obviously into nutrition because I was getting my degree Mm. for that. But um, my grandpa died from colon cancer and then, you know, which is directly linked to diet. And then Mackenzie's mom died from colon cancer. So there's just like a lot of passion behind like what we do. And um, so I really got into nutrition with that. We kind of like when your mom was, you know, going through chemo and stuff, I remember we were like cooking healthy, like starting to learn stuff like that. Um, And then um, I started like experiencing some like autoimmune issues myself Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, like modern medicine, which just wasn't helping me. And it was pretty miserable at a certain point. So then I was kind of helpless and I kind of started going to like a naturopathic doctor and really got involved with that and then started working there. Um, And then I just really learned how like food could truly be medicine and it completely helped heal me and everything I was struggling with. And just like my life did a whole 180 once like I started eating better, feeling better, Mm -hmm. um, not having like certain symptoms. And then um, obviously, like I started teaching my entire family and mm-hmm. friends and, you know, like just the, the whole passion behind it just yeah. kind of, you know, is there. So that's kind of what led to this whole entire thing. So, you know, Mackenzie started eating healthier. Um, you know, she has some family members that are also involved and, you know, we're all just super into health. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why how like Sage started is because we wanted to bring those worlds together. Yeah. So. And, and I think it's really cool that it seems like obviously, you know, you don't get into an industry like this if you don't want to help people. But mm-hmm. it seems like in different ways for the both of you, like this all stemmed from it's it's very personal for you. Like it's it's not only just yourselves but it's the people like close to you it's it's your family members like you want to legitimately make a difference in their lives and and not just like in the sense of like something that's fleeting but you want to show them ways that they can legitimately make a difference in their lives that is long lasting i I think that's really cool because you know you mentioned it earlier like there's there's lots of money to be made in in the health and wellness industry like everybody like who doesn't want to be healthier like even if you're a quote-unquote healthier and healthy individual like there's always room for improvement you know who, who doesn't want to live a healthy life but um kind of finding people that actually want to help people and not just make a quick buck like mm-hmm. that's you know in in the in the day and age we live in like that's not very common or you know there's there's a lot of people that will uh just kind of take your money and run oftentimes right. you know yeah. and it's just like it's exciting to see because like now knowing what i know now mm-hmm. so many like health issues people struggle with like from the outside, I'm like, oh my gosh, if you, you know, ate this or changed this or maybe cut this out of your diet, like you could see like relief from that. Yeah. So just like that gets me excited knowing that like I could potentially help someone mm-hmm. just from like changing something so simple as eating. Yeah. Like they're not going to have to be on a certain medication the rest of their life. Like just literally changing their food could change so much for them. Yeah. So that's oh, yeah. really rewarding for us for sure. I mean, I think like all of us out here, like we've all gotten off our medications that we were on in california yeah Yeah. and it's crazy that like just food has healed that's cool Mm -hmm. that's awesome um from the standpoint of kind of continue with this i I think one area of well-being health that i there is no there's there it seems like there is no limit to the amount of options you have is the world of like supplements and supplementation you can go into any Mm -hmm. gnc and it's just like walls of white bottles (laughs) with just like this thing that thing this thing that thing and I walk in like every now and then I'll go in there. I'll be like, what? Like, 
what what are hat like? I don't, do any of these things actually like do anything? You know, yeah. and and it, like you can look into it. I think it's really it's kind of interesting. Like the I, I maybe I'm I'm speaking a little bit like I'm not an expert in this, but from what I understand, like a lot of supplements are not regulated by the FDA mm-hmm. the way that like say typical foods are, right. and so there can be you know quote unquote supplements that you can get that they're just kind of fluff. Now, not, not all of them, but like some of them can fall into that category. And so I say all this to say, I wanted to talk, you know, ask you all from the standpoint of supplements, what for you are like your red light, not, not red light therapy, yeah. but like red light, no, stop, don't do it. And like <laughs> yeah. green light. Yes. Those are supplements I would recommend taking yeah. for that from your all's experiences. Yeah. I mean, definitely. <laughs> I mean, we carry two brands here supplements and we have just good experience with them. I take them myself. I've taken them for years. Mm-hmm. Um, I know like the sourcing of them. I know the ingredients. Um, and that's what's so important about like taking supplements is knowing the sourcing and the ingredients because there's so many fillers, artificial things. Um, and you're not really ever sure what you're putting in your body unless you know the sourcing and the company and know that you can trust them. So I really tell everyone like, if you're taking stuff from like Target, CVS, you know, just something random like that, just stop because it can actually do more harm than good. Um, when you're putting like a synthetic vitamin in your body, your body doesn't know what to do with it. So, you know, it's making it more challenging because your body's then trying to figure out like what the heck is this because it's like a foreign invader almost, yeah, you know? Yeah. So we have standard process, which are whole food supplements. So literally it's just food in their supplements. So um, your body absolutely knows what to do with food. That's what we're meant to do. So um, standard process, they have great farming regenerative practices. Um, Their soil's great. So obviously I could go into more and more about soil issues and the microbiome of the soil and how (laughs) it's so depleted now. But that's one reason why I do believe in supplements because we do need to bridge that gap that we're not getting from our food supply anymore. So I love standard process. I know what they're all about. Um, Those are great supplements. Uh, You can turn that over and it might be gross to some people, but you can see like beef organs, you know, different Mm -hmm. things like that in them. Um, And that's literally what's nourishing you. So it's pretty crazy. And then we also carry Symbiotica, which I love myself too. Um, They have more like liquid liposomal, which means like it passes the blood brain barrier. So it's really optimal and quick delivery of certain things. So um, I love their magnesium, a certain couple of other things. It's just a little different of an option, but they're also a great company with great practices, great sourcing um, and great ingredients. So Really, just my advice would be to like know what supplements you're taking, know the company and the sourcing yeah. is for sure optimal. Yeah. Yeah. And and from the standpoint of like, you know, because th- there are no shortage of supplements you can take for you, like you both individually, what are some, assuming they're good and like, you know, they're sourced from a good place. What are like, if you can only pick three kind of daily supplements you would take, what would you personally recommend? Oh, don't do this. I know, I know, I know that there's many, (laughs) but like, what, what are, what are your, like, these are the three that I'm going to, I'm going to stick with if I, if I only have three options for you personally, and then I want to hear from you as well. Yeah. I mean, it would for sure be a vitamin D. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, that's gotten a lot of talk. I, I also take a vitamin D supplement. That's been like, especially since, I guess I'll, I'll loosely say start of the pandemic sometime mid 2020. Like, I feel like that's been a very, like, it's been talked about a lot, like the benefits of vitamin D, you know, yeah. sorry yeah. to interrupt you, but yeah. I just, oh, I, no. yeah. I, I feel like that's been talked about a lot is just the benefits of vitamin D. And I never really knew about that. Oh honestly, yeah. Before I mean, then. it's so important for like immune and bone health. Um, and just, it helps so much that people don't realize. So vitamin D for sure. 
my gosh, this is so hard. I think magnesium because oh, yeah. that just helps regulate your central nervous system. Yeah. And we are all so stressed out. We live in such a stressful mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. And we have like, I mean, for me, I was having some sleep issues and, you know, you can't shut down at night. Your brain's yeah. just running and that's preventing you from getting a good night's sleep. So magnesium has helped so much with just being able to like chill out and get that really good night's sleep because sleep is so important. Mm-hmm. So definitely magnesium. And then, oh, it's so hard. I mean, <laughs> can I say two more? Yeah, <laughs> I, will, I will, I will, yes, I'll be loose. You can, I'll give you two more. <laughs> okay. And then uh, like some sort of fish oil. Yeah. I take yeah. cod liver oil. That goes back like to the early 1900s. And when I told my grandma she needed to start taking it, she was like, wait, that's the stuff they used to feed me on a spoon back in like elementary school. <laughs> All, I guess all yeah. grandmas know about it. It's crazy, but that's just a typical like fish oil. So it has like the EPA, DHA. It's great for brain and overall just like whole body inflammatory response. So that's a great one. And then just some sort of like trace mineral that has all those minerals we need, yeah. um, you know, like zinc, magnesium, iron, mm-hmm. all that stuff. So yeah. those are kind of like my top four. I mean, I could go on and on about yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But yeah, those are my top four. Yeah. I mean, I'd say the total same. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's literally what we're on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we have actually quite a few more, yeah. but <laughs> those are our favorites. Yeah, yeah for sure. I, mm-hmm. I, th- I think something that's interesting too that I've, I've kind of come to recently appreciate because I, I think it can be very daunting. Like, if you don't, if you're like me and you're not an expert, you go into like any kind of health and wellness store, it's like, man, should I just get one of everything? Like, I, they must be good. Like, I just, I, what do I need to do? But kind of bringing it all back home a little bit, like if you are following a diet that is largely or in somewhat based in whole foods, whether you're, you know, getting more vegetables in your diet or whatever, a lot of, from what I understand, a lot of your kind of, uh, you know, the, your vitamin and mineral needs will be taken care of. Like you don't, the, the reason why you don't have to take every supplement on the wall is because if you're eating a, a diet that, that allows you to, uh, uphold those, those nutritional, uh, needs, you don't have to worry about taking every single supplement because you're already kind of getting that through your food. And I just think it's really interesting. Like there, I think a lot of times we, we tend to forget supplements in my view are meant to fill in gaps where it's, it's hard to get that naturally. It's not meant to be, that's not your diet. Like your, your diet isn't a bunch of, you know, white labeled pills. You're just taking all day. That's meant to fill in some gaps that you can't really fill in with your diet. And I think that's a a good kind of, uh, principle to understand, at least in my opinion, you know, you explained to me one time how like the Indians back in the old days, like if they got a Buffalo, they weren't just eating the meat, like the rib meat. Mm-hmm. They were eating the liver. They mm-hmm. were eating every part of it. They were going down to the bones mm-hmm. and then making bone broth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's what we are missing from our diet. We're not eating yeah. liver on the daily. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. so yeah. things like that. Yeah. It's definitely like, I mean, unless you're like someone that can eat liver mm-hmm. and all of that, it's kind of like <laughs> the traditional foods, which I mean, I've tried eating it. I mean, I don't love it, but I mean, like I got like force of nature meats. They have like an ancestral blend and it's like ground beef with ground heart and liver and all of that in it. And it actually hides it pretty well. So I love that to like add it to my diet. But I mean, definitely just like how we eat now, like versus how we ate like a hundred years ago Mm -hmm. is so different. So 
I feel like, you know, supplements can also help with that, yeah. like how we've changed our taste buds yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. No, I definitely agree. Um, well, believe it or not, we are approaching one hour. Wow. Uh, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, so before we kind of begin to wrap things up here, mm-hmm. I want to just first off say thank you to both of you for one, allowing me to, I know all of you listening can't see this, but they have welcomed me into their wonderful office, which I will say is very, very nice. So thank you very much for allowing me to come <laughs> yeah. in here and chat with you all. Um, before we finish, I want to kind of finish the show off with a little bit of a tradition with the show. I like to finish each episode off with a little bit of a segment at the end, a fun segment at the end, unrelated to everything we've been talking about that I like to call 15 quick questions. Oh, uh, So I want to, this, this will be interesting because like I said, normally it's just me and someone else. So I'm going to just get in their thoughts and see yeah. what they say. Yeah. Uh, but I get to kind of have two different opinions now. So oh, uh, no. <laughs> I want to get your all's thoughts. These are this or that question. So it'll be A or B, hot or cold, something like that. Oh, okay. Uh, and just want to hear your, oh, your thoughts God. off the top of your head. So okay. that sounds okay. good. Yeah. All right. This oh, is, if I can get it pulled up, this is 15 quick questions. Here we go. Uh, question number one, beach vacation or mountain vacation? Beach. Beach. I was, I was, I was curious. I was like, well, there, okay. What part of California, California I was about to say, are you, well, are you, are y'all like, like coast California or are you like, like, I was about to say, I don't know what part of California um, they're from. She was, coast, yeah, I was like, like so orange, ca- okay. orange County. Yeah. yeah. I was about to say that may influence your decision, but I was like, Beautiful. I don't know. But yeah. I prefer the Florida beaches yeah, we way love more. Rosemary. Yeah. yeah. Rosemary, like 30A, Rosemary yeah. Beach. Oh my gosh. That's way awesome. better than California. I love it. I love it. All right. Uh, hot coffee or iced coffee, or you can substitute whatever other hot or iced drink you prefer. Hot. You like hot? I like, I'm, I'm, yeah. a big, I'm a big hot coffee hot. person. Hot yeah. coffee yes. in the morning. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, which do you prefer? Summer, fall, winter, or spring? Summer. Big summer? Yeah. Summer or spring? Summer on the lake. I am a, I'm, I love, I love summer. I'm a huge fall and winter fan. Like once it starts getting cold outside and like all the holidays are coming, like that's just. Oh, yeah. I, that's definitely just, a mood. It's, yeah. It is my, like that is like my peak season. Like not that I enjoy spring and summer, but like every year I'm like, I can't wait for the leaves to start turning yeah, colors. No, fall you know, is like, great. I feel oh, like our great. peak month though is May. Like we, yeah. once May hits, we're yeah. like, we're ready. Yeah. Yeah. May is great. May is a good month. All right. Uh, which do you prefer, sweet or savory food? Sweet. Sweet. Uh, actually, we'll, we'll, it's we'll, kind of moving. We'll, we'll throw all, you know, what we said, all nutritional yeah, right. out yeah, the door. Yeah. If you're just, you're having one meal, sweet or savory food, what do you prefer? You're like savory. savory. I love savory. I love like, it sounds so weird, but like a good like steak and yeah. potatoes. Oh, that does not like, sound weird. Trust yeah. me. <laughs> I mean, I used to be into the delicacies. Yeah. I always needed a little sweet, but now my taste buds have changed. Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, maybe savory. I don't know. Yeah. I, uh, I, me and my fiance have been talking about, I'm a big, big fan of Indian food. I don't know if y'all have, tr- if y'all have oh, tried much yeah. Indian food, but I've become a big fan of Indian food lately. So I would definitely find myself in the savory. Yeah. Ooh. All right. So next question. Are Crocs fashionable? Yes or no? This is always no. a divisive one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Not even like, not even like around the house. Just like it's just you for the oh, day. That's like, fine. yeah, I mean, like do whatever you yeah. want to do. But probably, yeah. probably not out in public. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't wear them out in no. public. But in the house, anything. Yeah, goes. yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, I had a pair of Crocs. I had a Crocs backpack back in the day. If you oh, can believe it, I had little gosh. things. Uh, it was a, it was a the little button. It was thingies. a, cro- yeah, it was a crossbody backpack and it was just decked out in little butt. I thought I was that the coolest person in the world. I apologize yeah. for yeah. what I just said. No, no, it, it's, it, it's a, it's, it's both awesome and kind of like disgusting to look at at the same time. It's like, I can't believe I wore this, but I'm all, that. Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah. I was, I would, I'll go home every now and then be like, I can't believe I wore this, but at the same time, I'm so glad that I did. Like yeah. it was just the craziest thing. Yeah. So. All right. In your opinion. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Yes. Yes. No. <laughs> ah, 
I'm I'm a I love pineapple, but I'm a big like I love pineapple on pizza. That's like my one of my so that's good. my go to. I love it. Yeah. And with it. ranch and jalapenos. That's my thing. Yes. Ranch on ranch with pizza is good. I would not share a pizza. <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> what's your what's your pizza preferred if you if you're getting one? I maybe just like like a veggie with some pepperoni. Veggie pizzas are like good. a veggie pepperoni. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. like my type of thing. That's a good from that's good pizza. Yes. Yeah, from Goodfellas. <laughs> yeah. All right. Which do you prefer? Sunrise or sunset? Ooh. Sunset. Sunset. Sunset? Yeah. Nice. I like that. All right. Uh which do you prefer? Guacamole or salsa? Oh, salsa. No. Shoot. She knows her answer. Yeah. <laughs> this is a this oh. is a this is a this is a battle. This is a if it's from <laughs> Bar Taco, the salsa. <laughs> <laughs> depending on where it's from. Yeah, but depending on where it's yeah, from. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh shoot, yeah. All right, and salsa. <laughs> um, so you're you're definitely going. Sal- you're going I'm salsa. I'm gonna go with. All that. right, we're going salsa. All right, <laughs> which do you prefer, card game or a board game? Oh, card game. Card game. Board game Monopoly. Oh shoot! shoot. I love. I love. I'm a big board game. We had like. You're speaking my language now. Yeah, (laughs) we literally went through like a phase where we played Monopoly like like every weekend. Every weekend. It's great. It's wonderful. It's addicting. I will go home for like the holidays and I'll be like, "Who wants to play Monopoly?" And everybody's like, "None of us. We don't want to play." And it takes like hours. (laughs) We'd be there like. We'll yeah. be like, it's 1 a.m. Yeah. and we've been fighting over yeah. this stuff. No, like, I had this space. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is our house or whatever. <laughs> yeah, we'll all have to play Monopoly. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Which do you prefer, crunchy peanut butter or smooth peanut butter? Smooth. Crunchy. I'm a big crunchy fan. I've always Ooh. been a crunchy fan for whatever Love reason. The crunch. All right. Uh, last five questions here. Would you rather read the book or see the movie? Read the book. Really? A book, book fan? Nice. Yeah. What do you think? Oh, that's hard. I feel like books are always better. Yeah. yeah. Movies always disappoint, like yeah. especially if you've read the book and then yeah. it's a movie. You're like, this ain't the same. That's yeah. that's one thing that I've never I've never read enough to where I've been in the movies and been like, oh, I've seen, I've already read this one first. Yeah. Like I've always I always like find out about it after the fact, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, was, that yeah. kind of sucks. Yeah, that's funny. All right, uh, let's see. Who, in your opinion, would win in a dance battle, The Rock or Kevin Hart? We got a very large man and a very small man in this. Oh. In this Kevin Hart, yeah, Kevin Hart. You think yeah. Kevin Hart? Mm-hmm. I, I generally think he would, but I've had some people be like, "No, it's it would be The Rock." Like really? he definitely would. He's just so so big, he's yeah. a huge guy. It wouldn't he's, look yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, which decade do you prefer? Seventies, eighties, or nineties? Nineties. Nineties. Big nineties. Yeah, nineties. Nineties. Yeah. Nice. Um, of the final kind of four major holidays in the year, which do you prefer? Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, or New Year's? Christmas. I'm a yeah. big Christmas fan. Yeah. I've, I've said it many times. I'm a, like, I'll start listening to Christmas in like August, like or Christmas music. Mm-hmm. Like, well, just in, like in the August. feeling you get yeah. when it leads up to Christmas, the Christmas music, yeah. the cookies. It oh, nothing I love compares. It. No. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. All right. And then final question. I ask everybody this. I always kind of mix it up with the, the first 14 questions, but I always ask everybody this last question. And I want to hear your, your kind of line of thinking with it as well. Would you rather fight a hundred duck sized horses or one horse sized duck? You can think about it for a second, but the, you got you got you got two options. You got a bunch of really 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 small horses, and they're coming at you, or one really 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 big duck. Um, which would you which would you horse. prefer? If, in which <laughs> in which situation would you prefer? Small horses. You small horses. Small, yeah. If I just kick them. Yeah, just kick them out of the way. <laughs> that's yeah. that's your game plan. Yeah. I heard one person they'd be like, "I'll just take the small horse and I'll just like jump on a table or something." I'm like, you know, that's oh, oh that that's not a bad idea. Yeah, I was <laughs> the kicking, but. Yeah, yeah, small horses, yeah, for sure. And we love horses, but, yeah. You know, this is obviously hypothetical. Yeah. Hypothetically speaking, yeah, we gotta get uh, them yes. out of here. Yes. 
<laughs> I love it. That's funny. Um, all right. Well, uh, that is everything I have for you today. So before we finish up, I know that you all just opened your store. Uh, mm-hmm. So I will put a link for, I know you have a website. Uh, I believe you have a website. Is that correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll put that uh, link down in the description. So if you're listening and want to check them out and then definitely head down there. Do you all have any other links or anything for socials or any other ways people can find yeah. out about you or anything anybody should know about? Um, you can follow us on Sage Better with us, um, our Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Sage yeah, Better with those us. Those ones, yeah. Sage Better with us. And yeah, the website, Sage awesome. Better with us too. <laughs> cool, cool. Well, I will make sure that is all down there. So if you're listening and want to check them out, then de- head down to the description, find that down there. Uh, and, you know, like I said, they have a great facility. So definitely come check them out. Uh, I'll put the. I'll put some way like for people to come obviously find you as well down in the description. So if you're listening and want to check them out, then I highly recommend doing so. But um, thank you all for coming on the show today. It's been been a pleasure. That was so fun. Yeah, it's been great. Thank you very much. Um, And to everybody listening, thank you as always for tuning in. I hope you all enjoyed today's episode. If, Like I said, if you'd like to check out any of the links or anything mentioned, that will be down in the description. So head down there to check that out. Um, If you'd like to follow me, the podcast, or get in contact with me, that will also be in the description. As always, thank you for listening to and tuning into the show, and I will catch you all on another episode of the podcast. Bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the podcast. As one final reminder, if you'd like to support the show, then don't forget to rate and review the show wherever you get your podcast or share it with a friend. If you'd like to check out any links that were mentioned during the show or follow the show or myself on social media, then feel free to head to the description of today's episode to find these links. As always, thank you again for checking out today's episode, and I really hope you enjoyed it. I will catch you all on the next episode of the podcast. See ya.